This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's get into the NFC Championship game, Chelsea. Sunday at 3. Niners at the Eagles. Eagles laying 2.5 points. Eagles minus 150 on the money line. 49ers plus 125. The total at BetMGM, 46 and a half. As we know, a rookie quarterback has never made it to the Super Bowl. That is what Brock Purdy is trying to accomplish. The Eagles looked unbelievable last week against a bad Giants team. But Jalen Hurts, even though he's not 100%, says his shoulder is not perfect, but it's good enough. He looked great. And I think we are both on the Eagles here. In fact, I think you're going to tease this game as well. Yeah, but I might tease the Niners. Like, you can't tease the Eagles at minus two and a half. No, 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 no. Uh, So, once again, maybe I'm looking for a very specific result. But I do think both these games are going to be close ones. I'm leaning towards the Eagles here. And I feel like it's – I have looked and looked for, you know, one team's upper hand over the other in any category. And it's really hard because both these teams are really good. You look at the Niners, the number one defense against the run. You look at the Eagles, the number one defense against the pass. Both these offenses can beat you in a multitude of ways. It's not just one guy. They have all kinds of weapons at this their disposal. But one thing I've noticed about the 49ers is that they do give up some explosive plays. Uh, I was taking a look at Jalen Hurts over his longest completion over 38 and a half. This is a really long one. But Mm -hmm. if you look at the Niners, they've given this up in five straight games. And Jalen Hurts has hit this in four of his last five. The only time it didn't hit in that five-game stretch, he was just two yards shy at 37. So you look at the Niners. They've given up a a 46-yard pass play to CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee, uh, DK Metcalf had a 50-yard catch. AJ Green, 77. Devontae Adams, 60. And Terry McLaurin had a 51-yard reception. So you look at the receivers on the Eagles. I feel like somebody's probably going to break off a big play. So maybe that's an angle worth digging into. Yeah, I think so as well. I keep looking at the props market in this game, and I think I like maybe a prop or two better in the Bengals-Chiefs game. I do like Christian McCaffrey. I believe he can get an anytime touchdown for the Niners at minus 110, I think. Pretty cheap. And even though he scored last week, there was a drought there. We didn't score a few games before that. But ultimately – and I've said this before, I feel like in a playoff game, you're going to lean on your superstars, right? That's why they get paid the big money that they do. They're the best players on the field, and you want to lean on them. So I like that as far as a profit's concerned. But I like the Eagles here laying two and a half. I think I'm going to take Eagles maybe just on the money line. I just can't imagine a scenario where Brock Purdy beats the Eagles in Philadelphia. And last week, he struggled somewhat with that Cowboys pressure. He was not good in the pocket when the Cowboys were able to pressure him. Well, the Eagles pressure the quarterback better than any other team 
in the NFL. They led the league in sacks, and it was not close. I think they get after Brock Purdy and force him into finally making a mistake, and I think that's going to be the difference here. I think even if Brock Purdy plays close to a perfect game, I think the Eagles are still the better team, in my opinion, Yeah, uh, top to bottom. Uh, just what Jalen Hurts brings to the table, also their defense is really good. And if anybody can match the weapons that the Niners have, it's the Eagles. You know, look at their receivers. Yeah. A.J. Brown, who uh, was a little dinged up last game, but still one of the more bigger physical uh, specimens of receivers in the NFL, Devontae Smith. We all know how quick he is. Uh, and also mm-hmm. Dallas Goddard coming on uh, down the stretch is one of Jalen Hurts' favorite targets. I don't know. Uh, I think this game is going to be close. What about a total? Because I think I do like the total more than the spread here. 46 and a half, I'm leaning squarely towards the under because we're talking about two of the best defenses. I love the under here. I can't believe this is 46 and a half. I feel like it should definitely be lower. But when you talk about the Niners defense, that is their calling card, right? What they do on offense, particularly with Brock Purdy. And don't get me wrong, Brock Purdy has had moments where he's thrown multiple touchdown passes. He's been awesome. But ultimately, it's because they have a defense which allows them to stay in every single game in which they're in. I think that's why this spread is so short. And then conversely, that Eagles defense, particularly, like I say, with the pass rush, is so good. I I feel like the Niners will slow down the Eagles enough, and I think the Niners are going to have a hard time with Brock Purdy, at quarterback, moving the football. I love the under here. Yeah, I think that's the play as well. Uh, And even if you wanted to do an in-game teaser where uh, you tease up the total six points up to – uh, 52 and a half, if my math is correct, and teasing the Niners. Because I think if you're talking about a teaser, I do think this is a close game. So if you mm-hmm. can get the Niners all the way at plus eight and a half, I think that's a solid play as well. Do you think I should play both of these? Because last week I did this with the, the mm-hmm. Chiefs game. Uh, I took the, the Jaguars on the spread plus eight and a half, but also teased down the Chiefs. Do you think that's mm-hmm. smart or do you think that's trying a little bit uh, too hard to get a very specific result? No, I don't think so, because I do think both of these teams or both of these games are going to be incredibly close. The lines bear that out, and I think when you look at game script and how we think these things are going to play out, yeah, I I think it's going to be crazy close. I can't imagine a scenario where either one of these teams in either game blows out the other, so I would not talk you off of that at all. Yeah, except for maybe if we finally see a bad game from Brock Purdy. You know, maybe if he has a couple giveaways – And we've seen the Eagles blow out some teams, um, most notably last week. I think this Niners team is a huge step up from the Mm -hmm. New York Giants. But still, like, it's when you're betting, like, everything's a possibility. You know, somebody could get hurt because that's people thinking betting on the Chiefs game last week. You don't expect that. You don't expect Patrick Mahomes to get hurt. So it definitely can happen. But I do think that's the way that this one's going to be going. A close, low-scoring game with the Eagles edging out the Niners. So we'll see if this is going to be an old takes expose. Speaking of games, how about the AFC Championship matchup? Bengals at the Chiefs. Bengals laying a point. Bengals minus 110. Chiefs now minus 110. So a coin flip there on the money line. Total is set at 47. The total has come down a half point. Chelsea, as we know, this line opened with the Chiefs, I believe, laying two and a half points. Then it swung over to the Bengals side. The Bengals were laying two and a half. And now we've seen Kansas City money come in. So now the Bengals are just a point favorite. Man, what a fluctuation here. I don't know what's going to happen in this one. I don't think anybody does. And we have been on Patrick Mahomes' ankle watch 
And rumors circulated <laughs> yesterday after we saw Patrick Mahomes at practice. And you know what? He looked all right. I don't know if this was an A-plus acting job from Patrick Mahomes or if he is on like some kind of drug, but he looks pretty good. He looked like he was moving on the, the ankle just fine. I don't know. Is this something you think you need to still include in your handicap or do you think that he will be fine? No, I, I think you absolutely do because the one thing that you cannot do if you're a defense is blitz Patrick Mahomes. Now, they, they got away with it in Buffalo because Josh Allen is a different type of player, uses his legs more, and helps him get out of trouble, but he's not the passer that Patrick Mahomes is. If you blitz Patrick Mahomes too much, he will make you pay, and if not, he can take off. Well, now it's different because he's not going to be able to take off, at least not as effectively as we normally see. So we, we were talking about this yesterday. The Bengals are going to blitz him. They have to pick and choose when they do it, but if they pick the right times to do it, and there's a delicate balance there, they can get to him because he can't take off. He's an underrated runner, and now there's maybe on some critical plays, maybe a third and long where he's not going to be able to escape pressure. So, yeah, I think it's a real factor here. I don't know if he's an underrated runner. If you've ever listened to Chris Collinsworth <laughs> narrate a game, good right. God. Patrick Mahomes has like an incompletion. Chris Collinsworth is like, my goodness, you don't see that kind of throw every day. Uh, but <laughs> I feel like we've seen the line move so much with the news and with the new evidence showing mm -hmm. him running and jogging. I feel like you just stick to your guns. Like you stick to yeah. who you think is the better team. And I think the X factor for Patrick Mahomes is he's going to get tackled. And there's a good yeah. chance that maybe he re-aggravates this during the game. But the other X, X factor is we saw Chad Henney come in this game and lead this Chiefs offense to a touchdown, didn't he? A 98-yard mm -hmm. touchdown drive. So if anybody can scheme around a, a broken or not a broken ankle, an ankle sprain and a hobbled quarterback, it's Andy Reid. So I would yes. not be surprised if this is another close game. So I think whoever's getting points in this one, you tease it. Or I don't know. The lead for me is still the Bengals. I think they're the better defense. Yeah, I think so too. Also, what a great trivia question this is. Which quarterback, you can ask this in a bar or anywhere really. Ask this in your kitchen to your partner, whatever. Which Kansas City quarterback led the Chiefs on the longest touchdown drive in franchise history? The answer is it Chad Henney. Is Chad Henney. It's Chad <laughs> Henney, a 98-yard touchdown drive last week. And you would go back and you'd say, uh, Lynn Dawson, maybe it was Joe Montana back in the day. It's got to be Patrick Mahomes. No, it's Chad Henney. I don't think he would come in and do that again against the Bengals defense. But you're right. Andy Reid is a real factor that you have to take into consideration here because no one is better at scheming an offensive game plan. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.